0: This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. If you were raised in a church like I was, that was probably one of the first songs you learned to sing when you were little. You hold up your little forefinger and you wave it around and you put your hand over it as a bushel and you blow it out and... We claim that we are going to let our light shine. But how do we do that? What does it mean to let our light shine? You know, last week we talked about how our salvation is in the rest. It's in the quietness. It's in the confidence of who we are and who Christ is. But yet there is there is a part of doing when it comes to Christianity. Christianity isn't just about us. The Lord saves us. That is the rest. There is nothing that we need to do to be saved. There's nothing we need to change. There's nothing. Not a thing we can do to be saved. However, God wants to use us. And we we don't allow ourselves to be used by God to find salvation. We allow ourselves to be used by God because of salvation. So I want to start in Philippians. Philippians 2, is it's subtitled, Have the Attitude of Christ. And Paul is writing to the Philippians. And I'm going to read it, and I'm just going to kind of let it go with the flow. I might add a few words here and there. Have a little liberty with it, but I promise I won't do anything that changes the meaning. So he starts Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Do you have any comfort from his love? Do you get any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? And if they are, then just you would really make me happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, helping one another, loving one another, working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. And really, just don't even try to impress others. Be humble. Think of others as better than yourselves. And don't look only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You see, we really all, we need to have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, you guys, he gave up his divine privileges and he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself. He humbled himself in obedience to God. Even dying a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to a place of the highest honor and gave him The name above all names, the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and earth and under the earth. And I can tell you that every single tongue, there will not be one tongue that will not declare. Every tongue will declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father to your friends. You've always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I'm away, it's even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you. Giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Do everything without complaining and arguing. So that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God. Shining like bright stars in the world, full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. You know, John 1, 5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Jesus tells us he is the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father except through him. We find in the New Testament that Jesus is the light. But in Matthew 5, Jesus tells us that we are the light. See, we become the light because Christ lives within us. And now it's our job to shine that light to the world. So when when Paul says, work hard to show the results of your salvation, there's a battle in our spirit, right? There's a battle going on inside us between the flesh and the spirit, the flesh and the soul. And the flesh, some people call that the ego part, wants to have control and the soul wants to be free and it wants to just be vulnerable. It wants to just be completely surrendering to the will of God. But this, the ego, it still kind of holds on. It wants this first place. We do have to, there's a struggle there, right? But what we have to look at here is this does not contradict what we read last week. See, the salvation we get is in the rest. We receive salvation. There's nothing we can do. However, this is the result of our salvation. So after we've received that salvation, what are we now? We have been transformed. We are new creatures. We are no longer darkness. But Jesus tells us we are the light. And the light looks different than darkness. It looks different than darkness. What are some of the things Paul names many things here? He's saying, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Think of others better than yourself. Now, we can look at this list and you could tell me, oh, you just want me to be a doormat. Well, you know what? I can tell you what? Christ was not a doormat while he walked on this earth. Christ commanded respect and reverence. His, his whole body, he had authority to cast out demons. He had authority to raise people from the dead. He had authority to take five loaves of bread and two fish and feed five thousand. He had authority over the earth or the wind and the waves and the storm. We see Christ's authority over and over and never once would I say in the scripture is Christ doormat. But he was humble. He always put others' needs before his I don't ever hear Christ being selfish and saying, well, if I, well, you know, I've been the one speaking all day. And so since I'm the one that has spent all my energy and given all myself to the crowd, I'm the one who should eat the fish and the loaves of bread. And unfortunately, there's not enough for everybody else. No, he, he knew there was enough. He could have been selfish and said i'm the one that deserves that right but he wasn't you know we we sometimes think that there is not enough and so we become very selfish we hold on to things but the fact is is there's enough god has already given us enough and so we can let selfishness go and that's one way we can shine our light you see the world looks one way the world wants to be selfish The world wants to impress others. The world thinks only of themselves. The world complains. It argues. It criticizes. Are we looking different as Christians? If you go on your Facebook media page and you're scrolling down things, scrolling down, scrolling down, Do the Christians look different than the non Christians? Are we arguing about every little thing? Are we complaining about every time we didn't get our way? Are we being selfish? Are we trying to oppress others? Are we being humble or are we saying I'm better? Are we being compassionate and tender? Are we loving one another? Are we working together with one another for one purpose? I'm not saying we can't disagree and we, that sin is a sin, but I'm not sure our social media pages are the places to point one person's sin out. I'm not sure how saying you're a terrible person draws them into Christ. I think we can have our standards And still love the world complains right the world argues but we're supposed to be the light shining so that people see our God that people see that that's a safe place I want to go have what they have I want what they have and if if we're always angry the The waitress didn't give me enough attention. People at the grocery store didn't treat me enough. I don't have any friends. Nobody invites me over. Oh, it must be nice to be you because, yeah, God provides for you, but I'm over here hurting. What are the things that are coming out of our mouth? Are we always finding complaints? Are we always finding negative in people? Are we always finding negatives in situations? Or are we looking at people and recognizing that maybe they're hurting people too. Maybe there's something going on and and they just had a really bad day. Maybe it wasn't even about us when they didn't give us the attention that we thought they should have given us. How can we walk through our day and be a shining light? How can we take moments and say, you know what? It's not just about me today. It's not just about me. It's not just about what would make me happy today. But maybe I need to look and to see what you need today. And maybe by me helping you find joy, I might find joy. Maybe by my good deeds, you'll start doing good deeds. Maybe if you see me not complaining and just being content, you're going to say, I want what you have. And then I can shine you. I can direct you to the Father. I love in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it says, you are the light of the world. That's Jesus talking to us, okay? So we are the light of the world. We are like a city on the hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. Our light doesn't go out. The room just gets brighter. The the shining the way to Christ just expands. So if I'm in somebody's house and I bring in my candle and their their candle isn't lit and they, they put their candle into mine and now my, my light doesn't go out. But now we have double the light. And another one comes in and she lights her candle and, and another one comes in and she lights her candle. We are, we become, not just that one candle in the house, we become... That city on the hilltop that cannot be, it cannot be hidden. It cannot be hidden because there are so many lights. Guys, we want to look different than the world. We want to shine. I want to shine my light brightly. And I want to encourage you to shine your light brightly. I want you to shine the love of Jesus to the world, I encourage you to ask the Lord today, how can I shine my light to the the world? How can I make sure that they see you today? I've started a new practice where I intentionally look at people around me and ask God to fill me with so much love and compassion that I see them. I really see them. And if they look me in the eyes, I can smile and have a compassionate face. And I pray that they would see love shine out to them, that they would feel it, that it wouldn't just be like, "Eh," okay, that little smirk, but they would see the love of Christ. I went to a concert a couple nights, a couple weeks ago at the church here in the park and to be honest, it wasn't my thing. They were great. They were, they were on key. They sounded well, but they were just, they weren't my normal, you know, so it wasn't my favorite. And I could see some other people and they were kind of maybe thinking the same thing. But you know what? I thought, Jamie, you're being selfish. These people are here to serve you. These people are here to lead you into the presence of God. These people are here to shine the light of Christ, the love of Christ. And just because they're doing it a way that's not your way, you're going to sit here and judge them? How is that being like Christ? And I said, okay, Lord, I, I need to ask for forgiveness. Will you fill me with love for these people on stage? And may my face be that. And I just looked at them and I just loved them. And you know what? Even though it still wasn't my normal, you know what? I was blessed. And I tried to pour as much love and energy into them that they would know that I was grateful for their gift I was grateful that they came to lead me into the presence of the Lord. See, I think sometimes if we don't agree with somebody's tactics or how they sound, or maybe they say like too much or they mumble, I can mumble with the best of them. Maybe maybe they're too charismatic or maybe they're too monotone, right? They're not your normal. And so we blow them off, we stop listening, we judge, we judge, and we just turn away. But God, but I'm challenging you, I'm challenging you this week. Ask God to fill you with love for the people you see. When you walk into a restaurant, scan the restaurant and say, Lord, May I be love and may I be light to the people in this restaurant. When you go into church, maybe there's somebody that God has been calling you to speak to. Go be that light. Maybe at work, somebody, God's been putting somebody on your mind. Go be that light. Maybe at school. So you don't have to be a missionary to share the love of God. You don't have to be a pastor or a worship leader to share the love of God. We do it in our everyday life. We do it by being compassionate and kind. We do it by thinking of others. It's not that we don't think of ourselves in our own interest, but we also think of others. Maybe we need to work on are complaining and are arguing. Are you arguing with everything your spouse is saying? Are you constantly arguing with your children or with your boss at work? Are you complaining? You didn't fold the towels, right? You didn't say that the way I would have said that. Boy, you know, I called you last night and nobody answered. How much are we complaining? And if you're like me, it can be easy can be easy because see we want it our way right and our way is the right way we are the women of the world (laughs) our way is the right way but you know what sometimes it's not and sometimes we have to be compassionate enough to hold our tongue to stop complaining to stop arguing and just trust that God's got us in his hands The best way to shine the light of Christ to the world is by stopping some of these things. It's not more doing. It's a little more stopping. It's resting, right? Instead of complaining, just take a breath. The salvation's in the quietness. (laughs) Is this really something I need to complain about? If I put it on social media... Am I drawing people to Jesus or am I pushing them away from Jesus? If I say this to my husband, am I drawing him into me in the love of Christ or am I pushing him away? If I'm constantly arguing and complaining, if I'm always seeking my own way, if I'm always trying to oppress others, how am I leading them to Christ? We are are the light of the world and ladies God has given us compassionate hearts we're mothers, we're caretakers and sometimes it can feel overwhelming and I don't don't encourage you to be a doormat I don't encourage you that you shouldn't ever have your way and that you should always give it up I encourage you just to think about what are you focusing on are you focusing on compassion? Are your hearts tender? Do you get any encouragement from belonging to Christ? I, then, then give it. Do you get any comfort from his love? Share it. Do you have fellowship together in the spirit? Take on that attitude of Christ. Ask God, how do you want me to serve you today? Where can I shine my light to today? Place somebody in my path today. Help me to be a light to my husband, to my family. Be a light in my house. We light a lamp and we place it on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. Are your actions causing the light to shine? Can they see? Can your family see Jesus in you? Do they see love and compassion or do they see a constant complaining, a constant dissatisfaction? What what are they seeing? Take a moment just to inventory. Do some inventory. Think about yesterday. Think about the conversations you had with your children, the conversations you had with your husband. Think about a conversation maybe you had at work or at school or while you were out with the girls? Were you running people down or were you drawing them up? Let's be the light. And why do we need to be the light? It says "It says shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. If we don't shine, how are they going to see? It's our job. It, it's our job to shine brightly. We want them to see. Why do we want them to see? Because we want them to come in and get their own candle lit. Let's light up this world together.